you're doing a lot of things and it's overwhelming, probably it's not habitual. You know, what you're doing is not habitual. You put in the effort at the beginning and your brain is doing the rest for you. That's uh, really good. <laughs> you should not uh, procrastinate on your celebration. You need to celebrate after yes. every activity. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello to this week's episodes. It's the fourth episode and also, uh, unfortunately, the last one of this series about the habits for your psychological well-being with Krishna, who's tuning in from India today. Hello, hello. Namaste, Christine. Since you mentioned India, I thought I'll go. Into ah, India. Thank you. Go full Indian. <laughs> Very nice. I like this. And, um, That's how it's Yes, thank you. If you if you have not listened to the first three episodes, I really strongly recommend doing that because they are all building up to this episode, let's say. Um, and um, Krishna and I have posted on um, different kind of social media some questions, and also people have sent me uh, questions via email um, about what you want to know about habit uh, formations and there were quite a few questions however we um, put them together into different categories let's say where it was all about how you're making habits stick um, what's the fastest way and what kind of tools can you use and what if you're overwhelmed and you're already doing lots of things and stuff like that so that's what we're going through today let's start and look at maybe how to make habits stick we start with this one and we already gave in previous episodes examples and gave you steps and everything but we're going to go even deeper now because you ask for it <laughs> Krishna, do you want to uh, kick off yes um thank you for the questions i think uh, those questions are really important um, and very helpful uh, questions so thank you for all the people who send in your uh, comments and uh, questions so um, the first block of uh, questions were all about, you know, the likelihood of getting habits to stick. What's the fastest way to stick to a new habit? Basically, um, you know, what tools are out there to help me stick? So basically, how to make habits stick? Uh, because we all start with a huge gung ho and then mm. we stop the behavior. So that's, uh, you know, how to stick with the newer resolutions, in other words. So, so, uh, uh, let's let's uh, we already discussed it in the third uh, episode on uh, the three components. So let me reiterate yes. it here. First is to um, consciously choose. Thanks, Christian, for that. Consciously choose a trigger, not something that is uh, distracting you, but something that you choose yes. uh, a trigger so that you can uh, do the behavior that you had planned to do, say drinking water or reading, whatever that you want to do, make it super easy and simple. And third is repeat or increase the frequency so that the idea is not to just repeat, but the idea is to get to a level of automaticity. Now that level of automaticity or, you know, being automatic will come only if you make your actions really small or your behavior really small and easy to do. Let me reiterate that when you start mm -hmm. off, make easy simple steps so yes. um, having said that i think we'll dive into uh, an example with a habit say uh, people want to talk uh, i mean really talk about reading habit right i want to read a lot and uh, people sign up to these 
uh, groups and or they take a resolution i'm going to read for an hour a day great they they start off with their favorite book or you know may not be a favorite book or yeah. some book <laughs> and then they hit target one hour and like you know 20 minutes into it i'm like oh come on like you know and this is really common you know we all go through it yes um so what's the best way to make it uh you know sticky the reading habit sticky so i would again go back to my alarm on the phone saying that you know every hour uh, you put a uh, an alarm on your phone saying that you know read say 9 a.m and then you know it just triggers and the alarm goes off that's your trigger asking you to read and your reading behavior should be really small and easy so what do i mean by that if you are on a if you have a physical book or a kindle doesn't matter start with a paragraph or a page if you're with a book that's it and that page will take not more than a couple of minutes maximum and switch off that's it and you're happy because you've done it it's very much doable one paragraph or one page uh, it's very much easy to do and that's it and then for the next hour at 10 a.m you do the same thing 11 12 yes at the end of the day probably if you do that say you're working from nine to five for example even if you're at home you're working eight hours you've got eight pages done and that's probably about you know uh, um, if you're working paragraph also that's uh, probably more than thousand words yes but the fact that at the end of the day you feel uh christine that you have read eight pages you know you feel amazing you feel great not because you've read so many pages because you feel a sense of accomplishment yes a sense of peace you will be proud of yourself honestly because uh, you've said something you set out to do something you've done so much already eight times mm -hmm. and your brain remembers that you know completion of what you intend to do yeah. and i mean that's the same thing that you know that's that's why social media is so addictive because it's so easy to do and every time you click and like you, you feel good so you go back to it so that's the we are borrowing the same behavior principles here basically making it easy to do. um so and and within let's say a week or even five days you have repeated so many times and it's so easy to do that it becomes automatic in a couple of weeks that's absolutely sure thing to do so again trigger alarm it can be alarm it can be post-it notes whatever mm -hmm, that, mm -hmm. that reminds you i mean it can be analog digital anything as long as it's not distracting you yes your consciously decided trigger should not be distracting for example uh that's all there is to it and uh, make it super easy to do remember dopamine hits when you complete your action for example drinking one sip of water or mm -hmm. reading one sip of water you feel good about it i mean that's yeah. the biochemistry that's happening that's all the rest of it do i will never recommend doing i mean reading more than one page when you're getting started make it really super small and easy to do yes yeah or even say uh, if you if you're thinking about uh, how much time it takes uh, set a time and say okay i'm reading for five minutes or I'm reading for X amount of minutes. Um, I think you can say either pages or minutes maybe because it depends on what kind of stuff you're reading. It might be a bit slower. And then uh, to under, if you're reading a complex physics book, <laughs> you might need a bit longer for a page to understand what it actually said than um, maybe, a, I don't know, romance or something like that. But yes, super nice. That's true. Absolutely. I mean, assuming that we are not going with, uh, you know, quantum physics to start with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, very true. 
Okay, very nice. Um, some other examples, maybe? I mean, we talked yeah. already about also running. Okay, if you want to run 10K, you can't, uh, if you never run, like I, I also didn't before, uh, you can't get out and say, okay, now I run for 10K. <laughs> and then you're going to be dead at the end. Um, and you need to start small. But maybe um, you have some other ones. Sure. Um, I can give you couple of other easy examples. I mean, we all want to learn new languages, Spanish, French, because it's a global uh, village, so to speak, and we're all global citizens, and then we interact online. So having an additional language or improving your own language, you know, vocabulary, English, or any other language is a great uh, habit to develop. So you can use the same uh, hourly triggers, for example. I'm going back to hourly triggers. It's so easy. We all have the uh, mobile phone and we are all working or we are in front of the, uh, of the screens uh, almost eight hours a day. Even, even if you're not, uh, say you, you're, you're into sales and then you're on the road, uh, even now, or if you're driving uh, you know, heavy locomotive, you can still use the mobile phone uh, to take a break. It, and then the break is so small that you don't have to actually stop as well. I mean, you know, because you're just listening in, like listening mm -hmm. to the radio, it's uh, easy to do. Um, so let's say that you want to uh, increase your vocabulary. I mean, you have an app, I mean, there are many apps, take your favorite uh, app and then download it and then set an alarm for 9 a.m. Your alarm goes off. Uh, I mean, you're, you can put a text saying that word. So the moment you see the, word word it triggers you to go open your vocabulary application and look at one word look at the synonym look at the uh, meaning etc and then um, you just have to repeat it at 10 a.m 11 a.m 12 remember i mean you're looking at just the same word you're not changing the word right so if your word is say procrastinate so <laughs> So uh, you go back to procrastinate eight times or four times so that you're repeating the same word again and again so that the, uh, that particular word get, you know, tattooed onto your brain. And yeah. uh, so that it's important not to change the words in the same day, ideally, mm, okay. uh, unless you know the word, in which case you don't need to learn it. Uh, that's a very good. That's a very good uh, tip because uh, I'm someone who's always learning new languages, um, and uh, I will add this. And it's one thing at a time, and you work with rewards and stuff. This is maybe something else. So um, uh, rewards. Uh, think about something. Okay, if I stick to this habit for this is like if you set yourself a goal, and then you set also how you celebrate when you achieve the goal, maybe. You can also think about, okay, if I establish this new habit and I really read eight pages a day for the next uh, two months, I'm going to celebrate in this way. And you decide what that is. That could be also a motivator afterwards. Absolutely. That's really, that's really, really good. I'm so glad you brought that up, uh, Christian. And I would like to add on to that, that you should not... Uh, procrastinate on your celebration. You need to celebrate after yes. every activity if you can because, you know, that can motivate you because it need not be a big, you know, uh, hoo-ha celebration, but it can be as simple as probably singing your, you know, your yeah. favorite song, four lines or doing something. Uh, if you like outdoors, just going outdoor for, for five minutes. The idea is to keep your celebration small and accessible as well. So yes. if you're thinking of, thinking of an O2 arena, then that's... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> also might get a bit too expensive in the end. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So uh, it, it's really important to celebrate or reward yourself, so to speak, for you know a job well done, and that could be uh, very simple as listening to your music or you know having a small. Mm -hmm. Tiny bit of dark chocolate. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> mm. Now you put that in my brain, I might go to the fridge afterwards. <laughs> exactly. And then you can stack up uh, you know, simple uh, uh, habits together. It's not a big deal. For example, uh, if you're working in a multi story building, you can put an alarm for you know, stairs or you know, walking. So you can uh, do a couple of stairs. Uh, you know, up and run, mm -hmm, the stairs, mm -hmm. and then you come back and you take a sip from your 250 ml water and then read one page all within five minutes. And that's yeah. the five minute break that you would want to take every one 60 to 90 minutes anyway. Your uh, short term memory is refreshed, your cognitive availability is, is, is refined, and you know, you're feeling mm. more creative and fresh on the stretch. So you can do all this uh, if you want to. The first one is a habit, then you can stack on them. Yes. Yeah. That way you're not taking out extra time from your life mm. and you feel proud, you feel you have more dopamine hits and you have more rewards and more reasons to be, uh, to be you know, celebrating every yeah. day. Yes, and that leads nicely into the next uh, one where uh, some people, including myself, have already a lot of routines and uh, we talked about as well before to be more flexible, don't put yourself under stress and it's okay if you miss something some days. <laughs> um, it's there, these habit buildings are there for your well-being, okay? It's not there to put you under pressure. But what if, uh, if someone really has a lot of things going on and because I always hear, yeah, I know it just takes a minute, but I already do 20 other things that only take a minute. <laughs> um, and, and if it becomes all a bit overwhelming, so what are the best minute, uh, the best methods uh, to add to what I'm already doing? Maybe we talk a bit more about that. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a very important uh, question as well because uh, um, habits are easy to do. Uh, but the way we look at habits is that it's really difficult because we are not chasing after habits. We are taking on uh, motivation and willpower to do something really big initially, like running a 10K uh, or, yes. or you know, making a habit. We are not running thinking, a marathon. <laughs> running a marathon, yes. So um, it's important to know that we are chasing, what we are looking at is having the results. And the result is big, huge. I mean, it, it's, it's really big. And then you think that, oh my God, I mean, that's really big as of now. How do I get there? And that's the struggle. So I think, uh, like Lao Tzu said, uh, you know, taking the first step is the most important thing and making it really small, a really small step. So when you say that you are, oh, I mean, you know, you're doing a lot of things and it's overwhelming, probably it's not habitual. You know, what you're doing is not habitual. And then you're riding on uh, willpower, mm. yeah. something that you're not wanting to do, for example, you're under pressure because if it's uh, a habit, you wouldn't know. It's automatic. So how yes. do you know that uh, you're under pressure? It's, it's yeah, it's, it's probably it's probably is that you don't take one step at a time and one habit at a time. Um, that is, okay, I know I should read. I know I should do this. I know I should do exercise. I know I should do this and that. And um, people try to implement everything at once um, rather yeah. than, okay, no, I'm just going to implement the reading for now. And then I'm implementing this. Yeah. I think um, I should also, uh, I would also like to uh, add on to the fact that 
you know, most people, the, the more the gap between what I know I should do and the fact that it's not getting done, it's a huge amount of, uh, you know, uh, self-blame and shaming. We feel horrible at the end of the day because I know I want to read, but I'm not reading. I know I can, but then I'm unable to. That's huge. I think that's where the question is coming from, you know, the sense of overwhelm. Uh, the fact is that habits are really small and easy to do, and it, it becomes automatic if you do it that way. I mean, mm. uh, if you the triggers, make it really small, and you might actually enjoy it because, you know, uh, and because it's automatic. Um, so the idea is to change the perception of uh, how habits are built and also realize that when we're talking about habits or activities that we want to do, we are looking at results. We're not looking at in terms of chain or a sequence of events leading up there. So the idea is to have probably reflect on the first few things that are really super easy to do. Repeat it, you know, long enough. Uh, yes. And then it becomes automatic. So we, we should not be focusing on how many steps we took or like the Fitbits or, or, or you know, how many push-ups I did. The idea is to repeat it and then make it automatic. Our target is being automatic, not the numbers. We're not interested in numbers. How many days it took or how many, how long I did. No, we're not into quantity. We are into, you know, making it automatic, which is very qualitative. Once yes. you feel like you're doing it without thinking about it, bingo, you got it. And, and how, do I, how do I choose what to go first? <laughs> for? So I have 15 habits I want to implement. Okay, which one should I do first? And um, I mean, one is obviously maybe go for the one that you want to implement first and that gives you the most benefit, maybe. Um, but we already mentioned uh, the Pareto principle before as well, I yes. think in one of our episodes. Maybe you can talk a bit more about that. Yes, absolutely. Uh, of course, you can look at it from two prisms. The first prism is what's important and what's urgent. I mean, if you've got something really urgent, then you've got to do it. But then that's mostly not a habit. Uh, it could be because for the next 90 days, I have a you know, cameo and film role, then I have to do it. But that's an exception. Most of us want to do something that is important for us, uh, you know, health. Uh, or, or mental well-being, for example. So I would also uh, look at probably, you know, podcasts, if you want to start up your own podcast, uh, and that's something that you really want to do, make it a habit. So I think you should start um, interviewing or speaking for one minute rather than 10 minutes or one hour or, you know, 20 minutes. Just start with probably 10 seconds. Say, hello, this is who I am, and hi, hello, and then close it. I think getting into the habit of uh, speaking into the microphone without seeing another person and that's what we are looking at and making it automatic simple triggers and the trigger could be say you know, 12 p.m as long as, uh, as soon as my lunch is over whenever that is so we're not after time whenever you have lunches immediately after you start recording and make it really simple don't go for one hour just one minute will do um, that's one uh, example uh, yes. and also I would like to bring your attention to uh, Pareto's principle or 80-20 principle where 20% of your behaviors or actions lead to 80% of productivity, creativity or results. So I think it's also uh, very good to follow that and understand what's your priority as of now at least and, and, and keep a long-term vision too. By the way, I wanted to just uh, add, uh, sorry for jumping in, um, <laughs> uh, is that this is a book called uh, Flow by Mihai yes. Csikszentmihalyi. I actually have that as well. I haven't, uh, I haven't read it yet, but it's on my Kindle to read. 
Yeah, I mean, it's oh, maybe in, on Kindle is difficult. But I haven't read my physical book because I didn't like the font. It's so difficult to read. So I, I did the Audible. So and it was oh, fantastic. Okay. I really recommend it. And and I was driving and I was using it. So you know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it, I highly recommend it because whatever you do, you know, the daily chores, we go back to uh, you know being overwhelming and you know I, I'm doing 50 other things uh, if you get into a state of flow and do whatever you are doing it's really enjoyable it's beautiful you feel amazing you don't feel like it's a chore and then you know you, you love you look forward to the activity so I think mm. um, uh, reviewing or going through the book and then he talks about uh, in terms of productivity uh, career uh, in your family life and relationships cooking everything he covers with a lot of examples so Uh, getting into a state of flow is a great habit to get into Um, let's look at the the next questions we had what kind of reminders can I use to remember my habits before it comes becomes a habit and uh, we gave already some but maybe just quickly a few examples that we already mentioned before I mean visual auditory triggers and just giving some examples okay these are things that you already have and make use of them Yeah, uh, we discussed the phone alarm and you can use the Google alarm, uh, I mean, Google calendar alarm anyway, uh, if you're on laptop or mobile. But apart from that, uh, again, I go back to this uh, book, uh, David Goggins, the guy, he is, I think, three times or uh, three times Navy Navy, uh, Navy SEAL, sorry for that. I think uh, You Can't Hurt Me, that's the name of his book. What he does is he puts... uh, post-it notes on the mirror so as soon as he wakes up he put notes uh, post-it notes on his mirror saying that this is what i have to do today you know, two miles you know you've got to do this and he writes different things on different stages of his life but then he's that's his trigger to remind him you know go hit the uh, hit the gym or you know hit the road maybe it's 4 a.m and this is what this is what he was using as a trigger um, and then he would initially start small and then get onto it. And I highly recommend that book as well. If you want to know how he's used uh, mm-hmm. posted uh, as a as a trigger. Okay. You can I will make sure. I w- sorry, I will make sure to to link back to all what you're saying also on the website. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that guy is an amazing man. Uh, I think he's 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 a legend. Um, <laughs> You can put it up on laptop monitor, on the phone screen. I, I use it usually, uh, you know, post it on my phone screen because before I open the uh, phone itself, I know I have to do this. So that it's literally screaming at you, get this done, get this done. Uh, so that's your visual uh, triggers. I mean, I always use alarm on my phone. That's, uh, you know, your digital auditory uh, mm-hmm trigger as well so anything for example the dog barking <laughs> like you said next door i mean that might be something but that's not something that you know because then then i have to and then i have to do start something a hundred million times a day because this <laughs> does, does not stop to bark <laughs> yeah and also i think uh, you can have a huge calendar in front of you where you can uh, you know look at the progress for example it, it's it's like uh, you know, your normal calendar where you have to-do list just based on the wall and then you keep crossing every day uh, you've uh, counted your, um, you know, habits or you've repeated your habits, for example, and then you feel great uh, by doing that activity of crossing off each day that you've uh, uh, accomplished. So it gives you a sense of uh, progress and you can reward yourself and you feel great at the end of the day. 
So you can have that calendars and then you can add an activity of crossing or ticking, uh, yeah. you know, on the paper, on the wall. So yeah, that's again, uh, adding an activity is also a great thing. Okay. And then we had a question, <laughs> how can I replace a bad habit with good habits? Yeah, I usually, uh, I feel that uh, building positive habits naturally takes care of the bad habits. For example, you know, if you want to start running, go back to that example. It's easy and most people want to do it anyway, gymming or, um, you know, running. For example, uh, if you have to wake up at say 5.30 or 6 and then in the morning um, and then want to go for a run, obviously you can't be binge watching Netflix or, uh, you know, partying late into the night. You have to have good food. You'll be having healthy uh, diet. That's obvious. So once you have a positive habit of say running or getting into the gym, obviously the other thing taper off. That kind of uh, not being philosophical, but once you have the light, the shadows are taken care of, right? So um, I mean, depending on the angle of the light. Just kidding. But uh, the idea is once you have a really positive <laughs> habit. <laughs> uh, Usually we don't smoke, end up smoking, or at least it will be minimized. And the, the fact is that once you choose your associations really properly, for example, your meeting, your gym buddies, your trainers, and they'll have competitions and then they will pump you up. You know, if you're missing a couple of days, they'll ask, hey, man, like, where you been? I didn't see you. So there is constant pressure for you to uh, own up to your, you know, your habit or your game, really. So there is pressure. And then you kind of imbibe the values, the positive habits of the people that you're surrounded with naturally. So your associations, that is, you know, people you hang out with or, you know, the activity that you do, mm. uh, your mirror neurons will do the you know, uh, rest of it for you because they kind <laughs> of, yeah, copy paste. So ah, that's big. nice. That's nice that you say this because it's, uh, uh, you put in the effort at the beginning and your brain is doing the rest for you. That's uh, really good. <laughs> really good. Yeah, so one of the easiest things, like I used to smoke uh, earlier and then I smoked for 10 years, uh, probably I think 15 sticks a day. What I did was, I mean, I tried to quit, of course, we all do, uh, didn't work. Mm -hmm. So I changed my setup, like, you know, I hired an Olympic coach, I mean, I joined him. Um, and uh, the people that I was surrounded with, they detested, you know, they loathed me, you know, mm -hmm. smoking. So I felt like, uh, not accepted, so to speak, and that hurt, you know, so I'm like, forget it, you know, yes. this is more important than that, and then they were into pumping and running, and it was, of course, I wanted to be healthy, so I was already motivated uh, to be healthy, so that really helped, and then uh, it's been five years, uh, not a puff, never gone back, never looked back, so that's great, you know. <laughs> amazing, yeah. amazing. So what are then some good habits to establish? That was one of the questions, okay, there's yeah, so many habits yeah. out there, and of course, you should know which ones you want to implement, but what are maybe some good habits that we can recommend you start with? Absolutely. Uh, I think being grateful is amazing because right now there's a rise of, uh, you know, mental ill health and then people are getting depressed. So I think gratitude has been scientifically proven to, you know, make you feel happy, content, uh, and also uh, being mindful uh, is amazing for your psychological well-being, right? Uh, we've already uh, yes. discussed uh, I think sleeping on time, eating on time, um, eating the you know healthy food, um, exercising, drinking water. We've covered all of that. I mean, these are simple things that you do every day anyway. It's not out of your league. It, it, it's practically every step of uh, you know your daily actions. 
uh, apart from that, I think if you can inculcate gratitude and being mindfulness, uh, uh, being mindful, that'll be amazing. When I say mindfulness, you can go back to, I think a couple of episodes back, we discussed the meditation, for example, you know. Um, so instead of uh, meditating for 60 seconds, you can count from say, uh, 10 to 1 or 10 to 0, just 10 seconds, mindfully, that's it to begin with. So, yes, you know, if you were to put the alarm, you know, every hour, it's super easy to count back from 10 to 1 every hour. Uh, you can change counting from, I mean, you can probably uh, count back from 50 to 40 because it's, you know, something new. You don't get bored. So you can count from 90 to 80. The idea is to count back 10 seconds and then being mindful of your breath all the numbers so that you know you're not distracted by what's going in your head or outside so you can start being mindful from there and then mindfulness is amazing because the key is keeping your attention sharpening mm. our attention that's really really important in the digital world where you know there's so much of triggers uh, i go back to what you said earlier you know a trigger which is not by our own choice so uh, yes <laughs> media or even analog media is is screaming out uh, for your attention supermarket malls everything so you have to be your most invaluable asset is your attention in this uh, century or, you know millennia whatever um, so in mm -hmm. order to keep that i think mindfulness is your best weapon so to speak i shouldn't say <laughs> weapon but that's your best thing <laughs> it's your best your uh, what can you choose <laughs> It's your tool. best habits, tool, whatever. Yes. Habits, yeah, <laughs> non-violent methods. To yes. <laughs> Let's be mindfully, mindfully violent. Of <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And then I think uh, being grateful and being mindful is takes care of your uh, psychological well-being, whether you are you know, mm -hmm. a startup or a student um, or, or if you're at home, whatever you do, I mean, this is kind of overall package yes. from your know, physical to mental well-being. It's so easy and simple to do. The only uh, recommendation or the only suggestion I would like to reiterate is do not make things uh, difficult, big or complicated in the beginning. Make it mm. very easy to do mm. and also ensure the triggers are present and it's of your choice and there's no gap i think it's really important i probably didn't emphasize this there should not be any gap between the trigger and your action for example if the alarm goes off and then you know you just uh put it off and then you forget or take the action later that should <laughs> snooze snooze, press snooze and again snooze. Oh, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly then snoozing gets the habit you know it's, it's <laughs> so literally so that's really uh, i would like to emphasize that there should not be any gap between trigger and action or at least minimum gap okay and perfect any any other ones uh, i think um, um most of it i've done from exercise i mean you know in my personal life and with my friends and colleagues and uh, clients it, it is really important that uh you know other thing that one of uh, my clients uh, uh, mentioned was rumination you know we overthinking rumination is probably a technical word but then yep. overthinking we overthink ourselves and then by the time like you know it's like scrolling but it's your mental scrolling you know scrolling and uh, uh, you're tired in three four hours because you've been overthinking you've been uh, wondering about what happened in the past what's going to happen you don't know that you're doing your mental scrolling 
and then so many hours have passed by, you're procrastinating, you didn't know that you were doing this, that's also habit. So I think mindfulness also helps you arrest, uh, you know, getting into rumination or automatic thinking. So it's brilliant, uh, you know, mindfulness is really, really brilliant. I think getting into a habit of gratitude and mindfulness is amazing. I would, I cannot emphasize that long enough and uh, keeping it small, that's it. My God, so many things. Um, thanks everyone who sent the questions and thank you, Krishna, I can't thank you enough for, for being. I would like to, yeah, I would like to add one more book if people are interested. Yes. It's from uh, Nir Eyal. I mean, it's, I'll send you the link anyway. N-I-R-E-Y-A-L, he is again ex Stanford. He's got a book called Hooked. Um, I mean, that's how the uh, Instagram, Facebook and Yahoo and so on and so forth, they use the triggers, mm -hmm. the, uh, the behaviors and the repetition. They use the habit forming uh, technologies to get us hooked. And he's got another book called Indistractable. So that, that's where he talks about where you can keep your attention and not get distracted and you can create your own habits. So mm -hmm. it, it's good to know what we're discussing here kind of uh, nicely supplements all yes. the books and you know what we discussed. Thank you. Amazing. Okay. Wow. Um, well, yeah, super, super series about habits for your psychological well-being. Thank you for all your insights, for sharing your knowledge, for your time and interesting thoughts and making things easy. This is what I like. This is what people tell me, what I do. So I, I loved having you on the show and I'm sure we um, uh, will do other things together and I'm looking forward to that. Thank you so much. Absolutely. My pleasure. Yeah, I did enjoy uh, discussing some of the things and uh, uh, many of the things that we discussed was easy but really important. Um, and I look forward to the next episode or working together again. Thank you. And um, everyone who wants to connect with Krishna, I have put the link um, to his LinkedIn on the page uh, creativestartupacademy.com slash podcast. Thank you and bye for now. Thank you. Ciao. Oh, namaste from India. <laughs> That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.